Yo, 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 check out. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting off strong. Yo, it's the 89 Cavs. It's your boy, Jay Catch here uh, with my co-host, Steve. And hey, Mike. What's up, what's up? And we have a uh, special, special, special edition. We got our first guest. Uh, give a shout out to Dan. Dan the Process More. Excuse me. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's couldn't, up? Couldn't go with Troel. Uh, had to just, just going with the process here. <laughs> Troel is very good. Uh, Dan, thanks for being on. Yeah, for everyone, the thousands who watched the top five worst five jerseys last week, uh, Dan was a arguably uh, a contributor for for that episode. So you, we had to have you on. Active in the chat, yeah, as yeah, always. It's, it's just it's like the old school uh, NBA blog days. You active mm-hmm. in the chat, you're writing for the site the next week. <laughs> Yeah, uh, how you how you doing, Dan? How you you how much ball have you watched this year? I'm doing pretty well. I um I have watched a good amount. I'm I'm very Sixers centric, so I'm very Sixers centric and Nets centric because the Nets are a glorious mess, and the Sixers are the team that I love. So I always try and check in on them. And it's funny because the Sixers um like sucked ass last year. Uh, and this year feels very good, but they have literally the same record at the same time. <laughs> uh, like I think they were both 15 and six at the same point of the season this year and last year. So I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been keeping up with it. Um, I thank God for YouTube uh, 10 minute uh, recaps because I watched so those. Um, yeah. Shout out YouTube one time. <laughs> so I, I know this wasn't on our our list, but like, where were you with the Harden trade? Because obviously Mm. Philly was rumored a bunch. I was um, not crazy about it um, because I I felt like there was too much moving around on the team and uh, Embiid and Simmons never quite got to gel with anybody, really. The only time they ever did was um, the years when they didn't quite have the firepower, like Redick was like, basically the next best guy sort of on offense and like um you know so like i i was very just like just run it back just try it we've yeah. never really tried this like without horford or you know like anything like that so i i was i was kind of i would have been okay i think if they did it because it would have been a very like well all right we're going for it kind of move. right but um and i like harden like in general even though like he makes very bad decisions off the court and stuff but like uh you know i i think like i yeah I, i'm happy they didn't get him i think ultimately i also i i did not want to give up tyrese maxi that was right my big, my big thing because i was like they finally have a good young player i want to watch the good young player <laughs> i don't mm. want to do it again where we give up the good young player yeah so yeah that was my that's my take yeah, they're fun. They're fun, right? I mean, I know we're going to talk about it later, but yeah, sixes, yeah, sixes are fun. Yeah, they're a good time. So you would just get into our first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh... <laughs> just, I'm just, are you reading the Are you reading the Boogie Night script right now? What's going on? <laughs> Your boy is having an off week. And speaking <laughs> of off weeks, let's get into Luka Doncic and his recent struggles. Let's talk about it. Hey, you know, man. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. That man Luca, he not trying to play basketball no more. He not trying <laughs> to play basketball no more. He just don't give a fuck no more. Like fam, you can't go to the lane every time and ask for a foul, my G. You feel he what I'm saying? Play, he's playing a lot. 
I know your team is a whole bunch of people that sell hot dogs, but come on, son. Just <laughs> go to the fucking lane and play ball. My son Porzingis, KP, I don't know where my son at. I don't know if his leg broken, his elbow broken, his knees fucked up. Wherever he at, he not coming back, Luca. So stop complaining and play some ball. Also, bro, y'all thought I forgot. Y'all thought I forgot. My son still got Team Jordans on. Once he put some Air Jordan 4s on, this shit gonna change. This shit gonna change. The footwear matters, bro. The footwear matters. Luca, stop being a baby and just live with what you got right now. You dig what I'm saying? Also, I don't know how they lost to the Warriors last night with just no front court. The Warriors had no they had so many big dudes out. Like Pascal, who's not really good, was out, and they were like, Oh damn, what are we gonna do without Pascal? I have no idea how they got blown out by 40 or well, 30, they, whatever. They it was. hunted Porzingis like all the time. Like, I mean yeah. that like I in watching some of it, I was just like, Man, this if you like Porzingis, this sucks to see because uh <laughs> He was he played. he played and he got waxed. Yeah, he he was rough from what I saw. Like, um, is, is his first game back? No, uh, no, he's been like doing uh, like he hasn't been doing back to backs, but he's been playing. Yeah, yeah. a he's little bit. Um, yeah, it was it was tough. <laughs> and he put up like if you just look at the box score, I think he had like a good offensive game. But yeah, you're right. He they were just like, okay, cool, we're just gonna right. run around. Port-. Like every single Draymond was just like backdooring passes to cutting yeah. guards and power forwards. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I, yeah. The uh, I, the the Luca three point thing is crazy. Like I don't really know if he was like that, like in Europe, but he sucks from three now, and uh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i mean i have a lot of experience with guys that suck from three so uh you know like i think you know, he'll, he'll he got he's got to work on it <laughs> dan can i ask you a question yeah what's the what do you think is the key to making a three-point you think it's the form or is it the, the hop what do you what do you think i think it's got to be it's got to be the form right it's got to be the repeatable like form mm-hmm. um and like you know i mean like wait like the three point thing, I like again, just th- through the lens of the Sixers, it's like that has been. I, I wish the three pointer just didn't exist. Like, I wish they would just remove that shot. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. Like, I don't want to think about it ever again. I used to think I wanted, I used to think like I was like, oh, yeah, every team should shoot three pointers all the time. That, you know, the, the analytics says you have to do it. And now I'm just like, I, I just want like, 90s patrick ewing five of those on every team i don't want to see three pointers ever again but like um yeah i mean you know it's like we have like ben simmons who's like jj reddick the other day said he shoots with the wrong hand which is like a the thing that everyone keeps saying about him it's i think it has to be form like it, it has to just be like form and like confidence or yeah. I, I have no idea yeah. i mean faults was confidence like Fultz, sure. What yeah, if I yeah. told you? What if I told you he's hopping wrong and it's the key and he's hopping wrong because he got Team Jordans on his goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane. What's not wrong with that man? We're gonna get a cease and desist from Jordan. To keep this up. <laughs> so team What's Jordan. It? I think t- whatever earphones Jordan has, he doesn't even hear Team Jordan. There's no <laughs> way. Team Jordan is there's no way he's involved with that. You, you know, Marcus is probably running Team Jordan right now. First time in like seven years, Marcus Jordan has been referenced in a podcast. Uh, no, but but if we talk realistically speaking, the, the Mavericks they just fucked up in the offseason. They yeah. fucked up with letting people go. They didn't sound like all jokes aside. They didn't sign the right people, you know what I'm saying? So and then after that, like half of their people was injured. So when they came back, it was like fucked up. I think if they, I'm not saying they wouldn't be like top three in the fucking West, 
But if they had their squad last year, they'll do. They'll be a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. if healthy. I like. Did they not watch Josh Richardson play last year? Yeah, that is. Uh, I watched a lot of Josh Richardson, and uh, I, you know, I, I was someone who, in the beginning of last year, I was like, oh, you know, we're getting, we're getting Jimmy Butler, but like cheaper, basically. Like, yeah. I, like, that's what I thought. And then he started playing, and I was just like, okay, this guy loves Arsenal a lot in a fun way online, but. I can't have this. I can't watch this guy anymore. Like it, it was just, he was too inconsistent. And I mean, I think that's what he's doing in Dallas. I haven't yeah. really watched that much, but he is, he was on my fantasy team that sucks for a while and I had to drop him. And uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, he's, he's kind of rough. Um, especially, Sorry. Oh, especially swapping him out for Seth Curry, who does the one thing that he does like so well. Right. And the um, one thing that the Mavericks need right now, yeah. like when you watch the Mavericks game, you watch Luga penetrate and then kick it out to somebody open in the corner for three who just shoves a brick. It's yeah. either Richardson or Dorian Finney-Smith. And like no one has yeah. gotten more out of 20 good games than Josh Richardson. Yes. Like, that, he had like 20 good games of the Heat, and everyone's like, we got a three and D guy on our hands. We gotta get him right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. It's, it's but, so I was, I was say, it's so funny too, because like Richardson was supposed to introduce like, oh, the problem, like, oh, we have a third guy in Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, but Richardson is supposed to be better. And like Tim Hardaway is doing his thing. He's playing yeah. well, but he shouldn't be your third dude. And no. like he should be a good problem at all. He's playing well enough to be a third dude, but he shouldn't be completely outplaying Josh. The Mavericks, I've seen a couple Mavs games, and there are points where it's straight up like you're relying on Tim Hardaway and Trey Burke, like like you're the Michigan Wolverines in 2011. <laughs> like that's, that's super wild. They're like, oh yeah, this is their bench scoring, and they yeah. need this offensive. Value. We we are three more bad weeks of Mavericks games away. From the Knicks winning a trade, I think. That's a trade, because I, I think it's this year, right, where the Knicks get the Mavericks first mm. round pick. Right, right. And yeah, so you're true. seeing you're seeing Porzingis getting cooked. You're seeing Tim Hardaway just <laughs> jack up jumpers when he can, and they're losing. And they're, they're, yeah, they're gonna you like. Know, end really up, cool. My bad. No, no. I was just gonna say, like, and with it being the West and so competitive, you could easily see the Mavericks slipping to like. I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 14, right? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. What's crazy is that they struggling like this, and my man Luca, like third place in the All Star game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. straight dookie sauce. My man, third place cruising, million votes. You know what I mean? Those motherfuckers with six digit votes. I would have been tight. You dig what I'm saying? I would have been like, <laughs> this motherfucker throwing bricks all season. Slovenia, yeah, cut, Slovenia coming through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, <laughs> yeah. He's it a, was he's, the guy, it was uh, Zaza, right? That would yeah. always get all the votes. Yeah. Luca's probably getting some Slovenia votes. Luca's probably getting uh, a couple Celtics fan votes. Who are like, <laughs> Tatum or Jalen? Nah, man. We got to do one for the home team. <laughs> hey, come on. Come on. How dare you? How dare you? Peyton everyone, is getting uh, a lot of those votes. Every, everyone in Philly that's uh, trying to guard the Christopher Columbus statue is, is also uh, tweeting. Uh, an NBA vote Luka Doncic right now. Yeah. I mean, this is this is really like Luka's the three-point thing is like Luka's first struggle in the league. Yeah. The first season is like, oh damn, he's oops, a bunch yeah. of things fucked up. <laughs> it's like very yeah. immediate. If you didn't pick Trey Young and and Aiden, you're like you uh I mean you fucked up. I mean, they picked Bagley over him. Like, yeah. Oh, it became uh, very clear. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, the thing about 
the Luca stuff too is that it's like he's 21 and also the team has had COVID, right? Like that's yeah. been part of the problem with them. Yeah. Um, so you know they, they've been playing like James Johnson has been getting like 30 minutes a game for a little yeah. while. And not that James Johnson's bad, but like I don't think you want James Johnson getting 30 minutes. No. Not this year. Yeah. No. I mean, like, <laughs> not this year. yeah, I, so I don't know. I, I like, yeah, I saw, I, did you guys see that uh, Mark Cuban told uh, Zach Lowe to like shut the fuck up or something? Yeah. I was, I kind of was like, that's good. I think, I, I, I think, think so that's too. good. I, like, um, if, you know, if he was coming down on Embiid or something like that, I, I would want the Sixers' awful owner to tell him to shut the fuck up. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that, and I honestly, that's good for Zach Lowe too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets he gets to like you know make some hay with that or whatever. Yeah, um, that'd be my banner. That'd be my banner on my Twitter profile. <laughs> Mark yeah. tweeting at me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's gangsta shit right there. <laughs> Yo, but Steve, I saw, I saw that was like you were trying to smooth transition into that All Star Game conversation mm. right there. You know I me, mean, man. I'll be, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be trying to <laughs> out like Stockton. You feel me? You feel me? That's yeah. why. Did you all uh, the De'Aaron Fox comments though about the All Star Game? Can I ask you a real question though, for real? Like this for all yeah. I need to know this answer. I seen an interview where this nigga De'Aaron Fox was talking like. He was going up for the job at a startup, and now he's swearing, dropping n bombs. When did it change? When when did he just like yo fuck that? I'm gonna just be I am. You got a max deal. <clears throat> yeah, wow, this shit was before the max deal, bro. He was wild. He was like, if motherfuckers is shooting five three pointers, well, fuck it, I'm gonna have some fun too. Other interview. So yeah, it's such an honor to be here and play under John Calipari. I was like, yo, fam, not the same African American. Like, who's this nigga? Right, he, he comfortable. I, I love it. He, t- he the got kings, that hair. The Kings he- break people. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> they do. You look. You look at Luke Walton's yeah. big ass head long enough. <laughs> oh man! Shout out myself, Fox. This, though, it's not because not only uh Fox came out. LeBron straight up said in a press conference, he's like, "It's disrespectful that we have to play an All Star game." He's yeah, like, LeBron. "It's disrespectful." They told us, "Look, we had a seventy-one game off season." They told us we were going to get February fifth to February tenth off. My man had dates. He was going through like a <laughs> list of actual facts, and then he was like, "They said we do it." He, he complained for like two minutes, and then at the end, he was like feel disrespected but you know uh you know i'll be there not not <laughs> mental I'll, I'll be there not mental oh, mentally but physically which is wild yeah. it's the best player in the league be like yeah i'm checked out for this <laughs> that is great normally i would feel like normally i don't give a shit about the all-star game anyways but the last all-star game was so fun i first of all i don't think they should have it it's ridiculous for them to have an all-star game in a pandemic there's absolutely no need for it but the last all-star game was so sick that i was excited to see another All-Star game. <laughs> yeah it is it's it is a borderline inhumane spectacle to have this thing however it would have been fun to watch yes uh <laughs> it feels like it should be somehow illegal like to yeah. combine a bunch of people from different parts of the country <laughs> in one location it's already like borderline illegal that like like i mean none of these guys can like date anybody basically right, right. like that none of these guys it's like an insane life right now like i like i can't imagine what yeah. that's like like Wait, they can't date though i thought jimmy was sliding with selena i mean you probably can but like you have to be like so careful and like you have to be like i like i mean in the bubble they couldn't and then like right. now i'm 
like imagine the blowback of like if someone got their whole team sick and it was because they hooked up with somebody yeah, right like, you know that's coming the and rules like, are you know, just jump in real quick yeah the rules are like they tightened them in the last couple of weeks and that, i think it was part of part of what uh triggered fox's comments were like like you're not supposed to go anywhere but to and from yeah. the game until you're from your practice facility everybody has to have a mask like all oh, that's outside people can't interact with you come to your hotel it's like totally it's like they're living like you, you know how like in WCW like Goldberg would come out and he had the uh security guards like walking with him and it basically looked like all he did was go for he lived in the like, that's like what the NBA guys are doing like, right now like <laughs> and it sucks it's depress I'm sure it's depressing like uh, yeah I will say did you see I think it was this week uh Tyler Hero got ruled out or maybe he missed a practice I forget what it was yes but it was, yeah he got in close contact with it it said a housemate yes I was like, what? <laughs> not only that makes it sound like there's multiple housemates. Like you don't yeah. just have one housemate. You have that would be a roommate, right? Yeah. So I met. What's Tyler Hero's living situation? I, right now? I guarantee you that ten of the wildest white dudes you've ever met <laughs> in hey, that house. Hey, he got Jack Harlow in there. He got Aussie <laughs> popping that ass. They wilding. You know it's like, that man cracking open some brown water. You know it's cracking. <laughs> That's my child right there. But I'm not gonna lie to you guys. You might disagree with this. I think they shouldn't do the All Star game, but they should. They should award you the All Star title. Like oh, all, you oh. know what I'm saying? Like, all Star team starting, All Star reserve, and you have the title. Because nobody definitely really talk about the game though. Like you feel yeah. me? Like half the time we put the game on, we sleeping by the second quarter. But like <laughs> if you have that on your resume, it's it's like all right now. Oh, yeah. the league goes, I was balling today. That's what I think they should do. But yeah, 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 they should definitely make <laughs> teams. It's just, just treat like all NBA. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they, exactly. I think they, exactly. I think they have to make the teams because I believe uh, a lot of players have contract incentives yeah. that rely on them making the team. Yeah. I think yeah. that wasn't. Didn't Rudy Gobert cry when he didn't make the team? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, because he like, it was like yeah. a million. It was like a cool million. <laughs> Wait, are you dead ass? Yeah, he, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was a million, but it was a lot of money. Like he, he missed out on a lot of money, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know why. If that was other like. Any other player in the league, I'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. But for some reason, when it's Rudy Gobert, I'm like, good, dude. Uh, <laughs> something about Rudy. Well, it's I mean, the COVID thing, definitely, uh, he'll never totally live that down. Yeah, like. that's that's cemented my feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that it was him. It was like after right after doing that. Truly, yeah. like three days. It's like, goodness. <laughs> but then, just real quick to end the All-Star thing. There's another factor of the All-Star game that's not even being uh, – oh, we haven't – been widely considered is that the all-star game and i don't know if y'all know this is like the uh black social super bowl it is where all the best and also it's like all where all the best groupies uh <laughs> converge on the one city for a weekend and you know and it's in atlanta this party, year party too, with right? basketball yeah so like in atlanta it's like a major city they Look, these people travel to Cleveland when it's, it's all <laughs> Atlanta. Atlanta would be a situation. Like, like, it would, Magic City would have like an entire week. Oh. James Harden would be absolutely garbage. Lou Williams, <laughs> Lou Williams would be there. Like, Lou will, yeah. It, it, like it's truly an event for so many people, and the fact that there's this bubble and it can't happen, you know, there's gonna be like some kind of illicit back alley hotel room <laughs> situation that <laughs> I can see Lou will talking to Adam Silver being like, you got to get me in the skills challenge game. Listen, yeah. I know, I know I'm not an all-star this week, but just get me in the skills challenge game, man. Yeah. Come he's going to be like, 
Uh, I'm the first polyamorous NBA star. I, I, does that count for anything? Yeah. In there somehow. Really? <laughs> hey man, Lou Will a legend, boy. If you want a Drake hook, you a legend, man. Shout out Lou Will, boy. Have you guys uh, ever heard his story about the McDonald's robbery in Philly? No. Oh man, that where he uh, a guy tried. He has this whole story, which I think like is possibly debunked also but like where he said he was getting robbed at gunpoint in philly at a mcdonald's and then he ended up just talking to the guy and like um like helping him with his life or something but like no one's ever been able to like prove any of it and it, it, like it, like the story kind of falls apart in a few different places <laughs> but it's just yeah the the lou williams mcdonald's robbery is like i, I remember dur during some very bleak sixers times that was just like wait what happened like <laughs> Hold on, I have so many questions. So this man got on a radio show, right? And then told this lie for no reason. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, like, yeah. like, there's certain shit you should have lied about. You feel me? Like, if there was like, hey, yo, Lou, do you like fucking uh, Patrick Beverly in the locker room? Yeah, that dude's dope. And I really think <laughs> yeah. that's cool. That's cool. But if I was like, yo, one time, you know, I went to the fucking In-N-Out Burger and they came out with six gats and I had to do the backflip, smack them, get him. Like, come on. Why are you, like, you grown-ass man? Like, what's, why would you lie like that? You think what I'm saying, though? That was a Soldier Boy story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's it, it he needs it's the confidence that allows him to play the way that he plays. You know, right. <laughs> like you can convince yourself that you did get robbed at a McDonald's and talk the guy out of it, just the same <laughs> way you can convince yourself like the next shot's going in like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like sure, I got Kawhi and Paul George on the court right now, but I need to take this shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I get famous. I'm about to get on a on a like a podcast and talk about how I was playing John Stockton one on one in Salt Lake City off some acid. I'll make some crazy shit up. I'll make some crazy shit up. And once that shit come out that it's a lie, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I got you, motherfuckers. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. too. No, you you bring up a good point though. Like, I mean, now with social media, there's like 19 people who can corroborate yeah. it. The <laughs> old stars had to be lying them like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, after Will scored 100 in the game, it was another old dude who was just like, "Man, I scored 125." <laughs> they just say they have record keepers back here. What you talking about, young buck? <laughs> yeah, they're all doing. Um... They're all, they're all just doing Steve Ren is easy or whatever. The, uh, the comedian guy who said he was in 9-11. <laughs> hey, that man was mauling too, boy. <laughs> like Will Chamberlain said he was at Pearl Harbor or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the least. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, was, I was in the world trade in 9-11. Oh, oh, I went to an Ivy League school. They that, shit, that shit beat three ball. <laughs> <laughs> The second we get off this stream, I'm going to find out if Ted Williams really did go to World War II. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Right, I forgot about that dude from the video. He was bugging. That was the first thing I thought of when you were telling the Lou Williams story. I'm like, I don't know. Do I need to drag him? But, yeah, we do. We do. Oh, he used to come uh, Hey, that's he was wild because as a, as a scruffy looking white dude in a comedy about some bullshit, you're, you're cruising, bro. You didn't need a lie like that. <laughs> no, you already, it was already fine. <laughs> Nobody disliked him. No, he was completely made. He was totally good. Like, he would have just done the same shit forever.
yeah, could have jumped like, in a bunch of those Duplass movies, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, for life. Yeah. And because no, no, prior to that, no one was like, no one was like, oh, do you know that league guy? And they're like, no. Oh, he's got that nine eleven story. And they're like, oh yeah, that league guy. Like you didn't need that. We already knew you. <laughs> oh man, God bless that man. Oh, oh man, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, Justin, you need. I think you need to intro this next category because I, no, I think no. you, you, you intro it. You have the hotter take. I, well, all right, I, I will. I, I intro it. I'll come in my take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week we were all very excited about, uh, but during one of the Warriors games, uh, Warriors Pistons, right? Was it Warriors Pistons? Yeah. Um, Clay uh, commentator. He was one of the commentators for the third quarter, and it got a little heated with Rodney Magruder. And Clay, <laughs> Clay basically came out, and I think he said at the end of the third quarter, like this, you know, he he's got a lot on his mind. He's worried about playing himself out of the league or something along those lines. That might not have been the exact quote, which I thought was very funny. And then Draymond doubled down on it later, uh, just being like, "Who the fuck is Rodney McGruder?" Basically, which again I thought was very funny. Yeah, he called him a fake tough guy, fake tough guy. Which Dray, uh, you know, if you want to really get into it, Draymond might be like the belt holder of fake tough guy. Like I've never seen Draymond do anything, but real tough. Um, yeah, never seen him throw hands. Never heard yeah. about it either. Just, just kicking LeBron in the balls. That's the yeah. only thing I've seen Draymond do. Costing them a finals probably. Uh, but, uh, but Justin, you had, you had some thoughts on, on this matter. I just thought it was, it was, it was some punk shit from Clay. I mean, I, you know what? It'd be cool if Clay just said, like, oh, that dude's soft. Like, I have no problem with what Draymond said. Draymond just talked shit to a dude who was talking shit to his teammate. I'm good with Draymond. Shout out. But what Clay did, like, Clay saying, like, oh, he's going to be out of the league soon. At first, I was like, oh, that's kind of whatever. Oh, he didn't get wild. But then I started thinking about it. Like, man, fuck Clay. Fuck Clay's soft ass. Clay Thompson's. Clay Thompson's privileged ass don't need to be talking about somebody trying to get to the league. Clay Thompson's father was a Clay Thompson's father was born in the Bahamas, you know, came he came to America, worked his way up to be the number one pick in 1978. He was an all-star. He won two championships with the Showtime Lakers. And by, by the time Clay was born, this nigga lived in a mansion, silver spoon, had all his mom was an athlete too. He's he didn't he probably grew up with the best uh trainers and conditioning coaches i don't know his first pass was probably to like magic johnson or some dumb shit <laughs> and like this dude is over here talking about oh he's not gonna be in the league this motherfucker never he's he's just a fucking rich kid from southern california and went to a private high school over here complaining like oh my dad owns the business that's a, that's a bitch shit and he should know how hard it is to get in the league because he has an older like and this is how he how much he won the athletic lottery with his family that all of his siblings are professional athletes his older brother, Michael Thompson Jr., uh, played in the league. And his younger brother, Trace Thompson, uh, is like an outfielder for the Cleveland uh, baseball oh. team. So, like, yeah, this, uh, he, he, what did, yeah, he is a great shooter. Yeah, he worked hard at that. But he had everything working for him. What does he know about, like, working to be in the league? This, I think uh, Rodney McGruder is from, like, Maryland or somewhere, you know, having to struggle to make the league and then to struggle to stick around in the league. And he should have empathy for it because his brother, who had all the fucking advantages, he also had a professional athlete father. His brother is fucking trash. Mike, you know Michael Thompson Jr.? No. <laughs> no. Do you remember what team he played for? No, he played no. like 20 games in the league. Rodney McGruder, 
came out of nowhere, didn't have all those advantages, played four years. He should, if he wanted to figure out how hard it is to get, stay in the league, he should ask his fucking trash ass brother. <laughs> and I, you know, and, and Big Baby was right too. And he said, "Yeah, that's good karma. That's why your knee, they, yeah, that's why your knee came out." You always talking about people shouldn't be in the league. Yeah, you shouldn't be in the league. I hope you ball out your knee again too. If you want to talk, <laughs> if you want to take, if you if you talking about taking money out of another dude's pockets, it's fair for them somebody else to say it to you. That's all I'm saying. So can I can I can I speak real quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Now now first of all, as a as a black person from a community of mostly people of color, you feel me? Hispanic, brown people, you feel me? Uh, we be talking shit, you feel me? Which is part of the game. You could talk shit, because talking shit is either gonna do two things to you. You feel me? It's gonna make you be better or quit the game. My son Bob Knight over here choking. Smacking white boys, wiping his ass in front of white boys, and them white boys is not playing no more, family, because they wasn't ready for that. And then there was a couple of white boys that went to the league. When Bob Knight was bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. You're right. You're right. I listen carefully. Bob Knight choked the white boy and said, "Yeah, I want you to die. I wish death." That's od. To say my son should be hurt still is reckless. But if you're saying my son is a scrub, my son might be a scrub. Now listen to me carefully. I've seen in varsity basketball a man playing another – Brentwood High School, my high school, playing Longwood. We are rivals. MSG Varsity is putting this shit on live television. His – Lawrence, we're going to call him Nookie. I'm not going to say his government name so y'all don't Google him because he's going to be hurt by this because I know it fucked him up. Great basketball player. 6-1, nasty. He's playing this dude from Longwood that looked just like Darren Williams but skinny. Now, his <laughs> brother is front row. He clutches him. Bops him, gets in him, four point and one, all that. Then he said, your son is a bitch in front of the man's mother. Now listen to this. It gets worse, Justin. He comes up, ah, 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 money. He said, that's why your son D3, I'm D1. That's why your son D3, I'm D1. Then while my son taking free throws, he coming up to, to Nuggie and going, you're not even going to get burned in D3. You're not, clunk, you're not even going to play in D3, clunk. Yo, fam, that's just as disrespectful as my son Clay, privilege, whatever, money, ah, 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 this, that, and the fifth, who cares? Saying the same shit to your boy Rodney, whatever his bum name is. It's part of the game. Nah. It's part of the game. Yo, son, I seen a man shoot a J in another dude's face and say, that shit is wetter than your girl's vagina. It's part of the game. My cousin called a random white boy in Bushwick, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, <laughs> that's part of what are you going at the clay for? Sure, Clay like a dummy. No, no, no. Oh, it's Drake, and we love Drake. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that all, everything you just described happened on the court. He was wearing a jersey or a shirt that had sweat on it. He wasn't on the sidelines wearing like a fucking t-shirt with a blazer on it. He could have said that shit to Rodney Bruce hey. straight. He hey. got up. He got up. You heard? Listen to the audio. He got up. And then still said that shit into the mic. If you want to talk that shit, you say it to his face. Don't say it behind the booth. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't respect that. Because he, he could have talked that to his face. Mom, though, he said to the nigga's mom, "Your son is a bitch." That's crazy. That's to me, crazy. Honestly, to me, that's if, it's on, if it's on the uh, to me, I'm, I know this is wild rules. If it's on the court. Fair game, because the dude is right there. <laughs> I the dude is right there. Yeah, that's a fact. I respect it. It's OD, but it's like it's on the court. It's, hey. it's not like he's not behind a booth turning around and saying that. I, I think that's, that's, I, that's a fact. That's a fact. I agree. I, that's a fact. I think both of y'all made really good points and good arguments. I think the wildest thing about the last five minutes is that Bobby Knight got brought up. <laughs> 
Nah, yo, hold on, hold on. I'm buzzing with the Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight was wilding on white. No, 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 no. Bobby Knight was was wild. But it, 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 it sounded like what you were saying was like sometimes you gotta choke a guy. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you gotta take a shit in front of a guy. That's that's my favorite. That's Lyndon B. Johnson. He's <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, man, listen, man. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to get like Lou Will. Then I should get the best. I don't, watch, I don't like Bobby Knight. I don't like no losers. Indiana, that's not the way. Plus, he's a wild Trump supporter. I'm just saying. Sometimes they're gonna be talking crazy to you, basketball. And you gotta handle it or not. You gotta um, make. You gotta create a few private piles to to make a, a good military. You know that's that's yeah. how it goes. Right. <laughs> it's okay. it's um, I I I will say like I um. I like I I was because like sometimes like when guys like it like I feel like when Draymond was doing a lot of like TNT stuff or whatever he was doing like last year like when guys come right out of the league they you have there is like a brief period where it's like oh my god he's actually saying all the stuff that he would like really say and he has to like learn that like you can't do that on TVs basically like and yeah. like when they come like right out it's like whoa yeah that's like what he would actually say to that guy but I will say I fucking hate the warriors and <laughs> justin it is because of like so many of the things that you said and you immediately like won me over because i was just like that team first of all was so fucking annoying the whole time that they were good was so unenjoyable and like and yes it's like you can be like okay i appreciate it they're a good team those guys are good but it was just it made the league so much more boring uh while they were doing that i i was like truly fighting against every person that liked the Warriors in my life for the entire time. <laughs> and like, Did you feel that way pre-Durant uh, too? Or is that you know, mostly after Durant? It was mostly after Durant, but I will say that part of what I, I think like we always hate the things that remind us about bad qualities in ourselves. And I think part of what I hated about the Warriors so much was, are you guys familiar with like the soy face meme? of like uh <laughs> it's like a terrible 4chan meme that i'm trying to reclaim where it's like a an out of shape bearded guy being like like that because they love soy face? yeah so yeah look look up the soy face the warriors were like the essence of soy face in the nba to me in the way that they were talked about where it was like all the zach lowe's and all of like the people that are on twitter mm -hmm. being having to explain to me constantly that the warriors are the greatest thing that has ever happened to basketball and isn't it so great it's like soccer basketball's like soccer now isn't that great and like um that drove me so nuts because I know that would have been me from like four years earlier where I was just like, oh, the analytics say you got to shoot three pointers all the time. <laughs> and like, I think I, because I was just like, I hate that about myself. <laughs> I regret saying all that shit. And so now anyone that says it about the Warriors would piss me off so much because I was just like, this team is so annoying. Everyone just tells me I have to appreciate it. I will not appreciate it. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my, like, huge Warriors thing. And also, I love LeBron. So I, I'm always, like, on yeah. whatever side LeBron is on with that. But, like, I um, I always was just kind of like, man, this sucks. Like, <laughs> See, I, I was super into it until Durant got there. And then when Durant got there, I was yeah. like, ah, this isn't as fun. But when it was yeah. just Curry, I think, like, I really do think Justin's uh, monologue is the first time anyone said anything negatively about clay in a public forum. Like, I feel like yes, clay. Like yes, you know, exactly. The wild thing yeah. is I like, I, I like clay. He, he is my, uh, 
he, he was my NBA 2K, my career jump shot just into like a couple <laughs> days ago. Like I, I generally enjoy Clay. And did you a, change his? Did you weird change dude. your jump shot because of what's happening right now? I, I wish I did, but I discovered, <laughs> I discovered there's a jump shot creator, and I, I used Ray Allen. But that's, <laughs> that's another discussion, and also a, a gross overestimation in my ability to shoot a basketball. <laughs> It's just truly, it's just doing it in an announcer. Right? I usually, I, I have no actual problem with Clay, and I disagree with Dan. I love watching the Warriors. I love, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like things to be. I think like things to be fair in life, but in sports, oh man, I just want to see. I wanted the Warriors to hit like eighty threes a game and just like <laughs> run down the court clowning people because you couldn't stop it. Well, yeah, so, like, totally. I I totally get that. I I will also add to this that. Of the Warriors, Draymond is always my favorite because he's the one I think, I don't know, he's the one that always like embraced it the most to me. Like he was the one that was like the grit of the team, like he was the dirty work guy. And like I always like that was like my favorite thing about them was that like they did have one guy who was just like, fuck you, I'm kicking you in the balls. Like (laughs) (laughs) like, I will like uh, kick and scream the whole time. Like I'm not even most years that good at the threes that they're known for, you know, but I'm yeah. like an integral part of the whole thing. That, that was always like, um, and like, yeah, of course I think he deserved to be suspended for kicking people in the balls, but it was just like, <laughs> but yeah, he's, that's great. You know? don't, don't forget. They had, they, they had a couple real ones. Uh, oh, definitely, definitely. David yeah. West, David West to, uh, yeah. Yeah, who, uh, you see the tough guys in the league. Yeah, they yeah. back now when David West to start pulling up. Uh, no, yeah, Bogut, totally. remember Bogut too? He was yeah, a, yeah. He was a oh, yeah, Bogut. Yeah. Zaza. <laughs> Bogut uh, probably believes in QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is David that true? Lee, David Lee was in that bitch, right? David Lee was in that bitch. He won a ring. Yeah, David Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he, he, the second they never like. I could never like Zaza because I have. I also like Kawhi Leonard a lot. I, I could never like him after the because that was him, right? With the, yeah. the foot under Kawhi, that was not good. Whenever you yeah. do something that forces the league to change the rules because you hurt somebody, that's yeah, usually it's, it's <laughs> usually a red flag. Yeah. Legendarily goon shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes sometimes you got a wild out, so they they got to be a rule about you. You feel me? Well, it's yeah. homie in hockey that was like smacking the hockey goalie in front of his face. He a legend for that dumb shit. I don't know what his name. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about though? He was like in front of the goalie <laughs> saying some dumb shit. Y'all know what I'm saying? It's a rule though. I forgot the guy's name. I'm dead ass serious. I'm dead ass serious. That sounds like some made up shit. I'm no that, that 100 percent sounds like something like, yeah. like man, I'm tired of losing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he did some crazy shit. He had like a, a like a very white ass name, like a normal white person name. <laughs> like the NHL. Pete Williams. Sean Avery. Sean Avery. Oh, oh I, yeah. I do know. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. Sean Avery. Sean Avery was a wild boy. That's the guy. He would um he would always get on Martin Brodeur about cheating on his wife, right? Yes. That was the like, guy that would do that. I think yeah. that I think he was, yeah. <laughs> that was him. That's 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 way more. You know crazy? You know, he was crazy dead. It was the goalie he was in front of. That was the dude yeah. that would come like I cheated on my wife. See, we got everything mixed up. Yeah. That's that's that is wild disrespect. Right there. Like, he would talk about publicly? it in the media like all the time. Yeah, he was like it's confused because people would say like, "Oh, Sean Avery's like a bad guy," and he'd be like, "Martin Brodeur cheated on his wife." So, like, <laughs> That's that's that's, I, that's honestly wild and incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. insane. That's his family right there, bro. I, I saw I have a clean sheet. He'd be like, "Yo, he's still fucking other women." Then yeah. I, it's like, "Yo, what, bro? I'm pure. You laughing? I'm pretty serious." That man was. 
Shout out Sean Avery, bro. <laughs> yeah, shout out Sean Avery. Yeah, that guy had a, give a damn. He had a personality <laughs> disorder, but he was fun. <laughs> shout out Sean Avery and Bobby Knight one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm crying. crying. Oh, There's man. a great um, SB Na- uh, SB Na- oh, uh, whatever they called SB Nation made a really funny video about that whole thing. I think they did like one of their beef history things on Avery and Brodora. Oh, really? it's pretty good, That's, yeah. SB Nation, yo, yeah. my guy. I'm looking at Sean Avery's <laughs> Wikipedia page. It's just a whole section of controversies. Oh yeah, he yeah, was not. Yo, the he first was one wild. is yeah. the first one is leukemia comment. <laughs> the fourth one is. Uh, his sloppy seconds comment where he was yeah, commenting on the wives of the league. He was super turned though. He was on a hundred every game. <laughs> this is, this is, that's hockey around our test. You know, you know what's the best part about hockey? The best part is you could talk reckless and you can catch the fade. So sorry if you're talking reckless and he threw the stick like, all right, let's squabble. Like, yo. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Don't forget, hockey, uh, they don't have a PR problem because it's a majority white league. They do not <laughs> test for cocaine. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and that a lot of hockey players have problems with cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. The, um, I remember uh, the there used to be, there's the Flyers, obviously, but there's also the Philadelphia Phantoms, which were like the minor league team and the phantoms were like a big like birthday thing like where i grew up because it was just like they're so cheap you just take a bunch of kids there and feed them hot dogs and like the phantoms had this guy whose name who was frank the animal or something was his name if you look him up and he was a guy that was in minor league hockey forever just to fight that was the only (laughs) thing he would do he was like a goon and but it was so weird because you would think that i don't know it was like why like he was, I don't know. It was just so strange how everyone just knew he was going to fight literally every single game. And that was all you waited for. It. And like, you were rooting for it. Yeah. You're rooting for it. The game didn't matter because it's minor league hockey and you know, it doesn't matter. So like, yeah, you just want to, you just take a bunch of kids and be like, I bet Frank, the animal is going to fight in this one. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Shout out. Shout out Frank. Frank needs yeah. a 30 for 30. That's what <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Great. Great jersey though for the fans, by the way. On on last week's topic, great jersey. All right, shout out, yeah, shout out to hockey talk. <laughs> we, look, we talked about yeah. Clay being a fake goon, so we got a hockey talk. That's great. You know, you know Clay. Look, I'll, I'll extend the olive branch if Clay Thompson uh, would agree to be traded for uh, Blake Griffin and Killian <laughs> Hayes. Up, <laughs> I'll, I'll put your, I'll put, your, I'll tattoo your jersey on my back, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a seventy-three and nine tattoo if you come to the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Blake trying to do what the Warriors are doing right now on one leg? Like yeah, doing back Blake, Blake uh, look, man, Blake is trying so hard. He yeah. he can only move his upper body, so it's like very much shoulder. I know. Did you see, Steve sent me that clip? Did you see him? He was just they were losing by thirty. And actually, the Pistons are pretty competitive. They lose yeah. every game, but they lose Close. by like five points. But this one, they were just getting blown out, and my man was on the bench just contemplating his career you can tell <laughs> he looks like in, the, the in like a, Grant show now it is the jeremy grant show <laughs> but, but blake looks like he's playing it's like on an old school nba game on like n64 or something and he's, <laughs> you're just like pressing the top right button and he's going like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's all it's these aggressive up fakes he's doing crunches standing crunches i feel i do feel bad for him i just want him to host a weekly show 
somewhere. Like, just transition full comedy now. Yeah, man. He should, he should get that Kirby Enthusiasm type shit rocking because Baron exactly. Davis, he wasn't doing that shit right. Baron <laughs> Davis shit was boo-boo. There's, I mean, there's a 100% chance that Blake retires to L.A. He, he's on the Clippers getting one point, one minute a game. <laughs> just yeah, And also writing for some show. Yeah, that's what we need. That's what, Blake Griffin is going to write on the uh, Aziz and Sorry reboot. Hey, what's the next topic? Now you got me. Don't, don't act like they're not homies, and that's not hey, possible. Don't act, like that, don't act like that show not some grade-A bullshit. Come on, what's the next topic? <laughs> Talking about Master of None Kaka show. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even remember the name. This next topic, we're gonna move over to uh, you know the the best player in the league, arguably the goat. But we're not gonna have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. LeBron James, a, a former former hated hated uh, person in my life. I remember I was going to <laughs> this is just a tangent. I remember one time I was like nineteen. I was going to a teen club. And uh, just listen to the radio, and that's when uh, LeBron dropped 25 straight points on the Pistons. Wow. Walked up in that teen club, uh, Clutch Cargo, listening to some uh, early T-Pain, sad as hell because of LeBron. <laughs> I hated LeBron for years, but, uh, you know, I'm coming around on him. So LeBron now is clearly in I'm not going to win an award and the season doesn't matter mode. Mm-hmm. So he starts playing after the second half, and uh, now he's a great three-point shooter. Uh, yeah. And he's also has Dirk's fadeaway. <laughs> he's playing. I don't know what's happening right now? I mean, he's playing for like five more years at this rate. Like, if he can consistently hit threes and do what he's doing right now, he's just gonna play forever. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he, he, wants, he wants to play with the sun. That's the goal, and uh, yeah, he'll probably do it. Um, I mean, his, his son better be good, though, right? Like, there's so, no way. No, yeah, no he way. probably won't. But no you know, way. so is he? Is he like G- genie? You need to draft my son. Like, are they using a draft pick, or is this a a free like a undrafted free agent will give you? I two feel weeks. like undrafted free agent has to be the way. Like, if it's just sort of on, un- he'll probably just do a bunch of interviews where he's like, "I want to play with my son. Do not fuck this up for me." <laughs> yeah. And like any team that does will look like assholes or whatever. Yeah, um, they'll definitely they'll, look, bro. Uh, they got. They got the third uh, Antetokounmpo in the Lakers squad. Yeah, yeah. They pick up Brian's son. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's like crazy. I mean, I, I remember um, I was so in on um, post-decision and Miami Heat. Like, I loved that team. Like, I... I like I, I loved how villainous they were. Like, I loved how... Uh, like, the... I mean, Wade fell apart by the end, but like um, the two, when the two of them were really firing, like the first and second year, that was to me, like just like some of the most cool basketball to watch of just like two guys that could just dunk on anyone. And like, um, yeah, I don't know. And even like, I remember uh, wanting them really badly to win that first championship, but then they played um, this interview with Dirk Nowitzki in the middle of the broadcast where he said something that was just like, I just want to win so badly or something. And it just sounded so depressing that, and this was like when the heat were like officially like not going to win. And I was just like, all right, this is cool. I'm glad we get to get Dirk his. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he gets one. Like that's, that's cool. Um, as like Jason Terry is destroying them, but uh, 
yeah like i um but i I was so in on that team like i I was i was checking that espn like whatever it was called like the heat zone the heat heat index um the celtics were still good then uh so i hate i hated that team of course yeah uh i hated that team so much but once the once they went down 3-1 i remember thinking like oh if they win this game then I'm rooting for LeBron. It had to like fully turn. And then when they won that championship, I was like, okay, we just, as like an NBA fan, we need, you to mean the Cavs cool. championship? Yeah. The, yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. When they came back and won that, I was like, okay, as just yeah. like an NBA fan, I need to be on board with LeBron. Cause this is incredible. Yeah. I, that, that was um, definitely my favorite championship ever. I've never seen the Sixers win, obviously. So that was pretty much like as close as I came. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the only person that didn't fuck with that shit in this. <laughs> I was hot, man. I was hot. You know what I'm all about? I'm all about excellence coming from someone you just don't expect it. You feel me? LeBron James, he pulled up and it was like, this man, great. Then in the Cavs, he had, he was playing with some people that play in a church league, but he was still rocking with it. <laughs> and my yeah. man got mowed and he got Shaq and he, you know what I'm saying? I got really pissed at LeBron because I wanted LeBron James to play Kobe just so Kobe could wax his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then this motherfucker loses in the second round looking like a dummy. Then he does the decision and goes to the heat. I'm like, oh, now this nigga just, he act like he playing 2K in real life. He got the whole squad on it. Cool. He loses to Dallas. I'm thinking LeBron James might never. When that shit happened, I thought yeah. LeBron James was cursed. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I ain't yeah. gonna hold y'all. I was like, yo, that's crazy. You let Dirk and JJ Barrera, who's my height, wax your ass. <laughs> He's crazy, respectfully. But then he won or whatever. But when he when they lost to the Spurs, yo, and this dude left, I was I was gone. I was <laughs> like, yo, bro, you're playing on a 2K team. Just end your career in South Beach. It's lit over there. But nah, then my son had to beat. Stephen Curry and Clay when they was wilding. And that shit to this day, that shit hurt me. That shit hurt me. I went, yo, today I asked my mom for a hug and she walked away. And that 3-1 blow hurts me more than that shit. Bro. I'm dead serious, bro. Because yo, imagine how different the game would be if if they won that shit and never got Kevin Durant. Oh my god, the NBA would be fire. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? It would be yeah. so fire. Yeah. But yeah. then my son got to do all this nonsense and Kyrie Irving. You know, this is why I hate Kyrie Irving because of that bullshit he made that day. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah. And, it, and if that, I mean, then Kevin Durant maybe comes to the Celtics instead of the Warriors. Oh, wouldn't you love that more, bro? Wouldn't that yeah. be a better story than my son Kevin Durant coming to this bullshit team, waxing teams? That shit wasn't fun. But like, Kevin Durant was on the Warriors. That shit was stupid. Yeah. Pure yeah that is that is the one the yeah i loved 2016 but that is the one like super negative part of it it was just like oh we get two years of just bullshit and then like and then everyone gets hurt so the raptors win so it was like that didn't feel as satisfying as like it could and like yeah i know and the raptors i mean the raptors do get credit because oh they, yeah absolutely they're great. they get they get great. through the bucks and they get through the yeah. sixers but it is kind of wild how history is like rewritten because they get that title when under normal circumstances it's like a 4-0 series, right? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I, I, I will say, I, I mean, I, I know Kawhi kind of like he was not as good. Like I think he was at his best against the Sixers, mm-hmm. and then sort of started to like something happened. I think where I think people were saying he got hurt at like somewhere in the Bucks series because he wasn't playing quite as well in the finals. But against the Sixers and against the Bucks at the beginning, like I remember very, I remember like specifically one of the Bucks games, like. 
just just being like, I guess he's the best player now. Like, yeah. I, like I think that like he was definitely like, I mean, the Kobe Bryant played like Michael Jordan too, but like some of this, like the, I mean, I, part of the reason I like Kawhi Leonard so much is like the mid range jumpers and like right. all that stuff. And like seeing him do that was just like, well, oh and I, <laughs> I haven't seen anybody since Kobe and then before Kobe Jordan where I was like, oh, if they get to that spot, the yeah. shot's going in. And that's yeah. like Kawhi to this day, man. If he gets to like anywhere near one of the corners of the foul line, like, I'm like okay, yeah. like he's this is two points. Like he yeah. hits yeah. every Chris time. Paul's the other one. Yeah. That's yeah. Where, like, Chris that's Paul does it, spot. but just like fading. CP. Back. Yeah. CP. CP. Yeah. It, this is like a tangent non-related to lebron but the suns i are fun with with chris paul i think i i've like really enjoyed watching it's, that team it's so oh, yeah. wild too because devin booker hasn't figured out how to play with them i know no, no. it's straight up chris paul leading that team and devin Booker. you can see devin booker trying to figure out like when should he do his thing because now he's not the primary he doesn't need to be yeah. a primary ball handler any right. i like i I think he's going to figure it out too. So this, the, oh, fact, that, the yeah. fact that they're this good right now with Devin Booker being at like a B minus, the Suns are going to be like real good. I mean, I, I know it's Lakers and Clippers, but I, I'm Suns are right there. I think who knows how it goes, but they could be a nuggets type spoiler. Mm, yeah. Especially yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. since are looking that great. <laughs> Man, I, get so, I get so excited through three quarters last night because I was like, the Nuggets are taking it to the Lakers. Jokic is back, baby. And then the fourth quarter, they're like, we're not going to score any points. We're going to sit yeah. this one out. You see the Lakers just decide, is this not? Yeah, like, yeah. They, oh, yeah, the Lakers are like, we're going to play defense because whatever Frank Vogel said after it was some, like, bullshit. Quote, but he was like, That's Laker basketball, baby. <laughs> my question is, so LeBron James was playing in Atlanta and a, a homegirl was talking crazy to him? <laughs> and then like like now nah, i'm curious because because you know why i didn't want to click it i'm not gonna hold you but i, I seen the like the, the instagram story on twitter and a dude was like yo white people are crazy because this woman 40 but she looked 80 uh, he wrote some crazy shit and i'm like i'm not gonna click this shit no more because i'm not trying to get shook on this wednesday but Ooh. like i'm i'm not gonna lie to you guys if whatever she said i'm here for it i'm here <laughs> for real uh, hey as long as no end bomb wasn't dropped, nothing crazy like that. If she said LeBron James, you a bitch, I'm with it because that's what that's what they need. You feel me? Spike Lee talking crazy. My son Reggie Miller like, oh, oh my nuts that you did this. I'm 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 rocking with that. You feel me? I'm rocking with them hearing it. Now some people sometimes they get a little out of hand. Look at look at Russell. Russell was like, y'all smack you, shut the fuck up. We don't need all of that. But LeBron right. James is classy. You feel me? LeBron James is classy. He know how to handle. LeBron did handle it with like when you review the audio of it because they were like, oh, what was said? The, the only thing you can make out LeBron saying, I believe, was like, go back to your old roided ass. No, uh, he, he, no he, he called, he called uh, because the woman was with a dude who's like very. It, Dan hosts yeah. a show called Eating Shit and Loving It, where <laughs> the worst people in the world doing like YouTubes and TikToks, and it's all like weird country doms and all that shit <laughs> this dude looked exactly like an yes. la version of that yes. just a very 50 yes. year old muscle like very dehydrated muscly looking dude <laughs> yes oh, yeah. I, I and lebron see... lebron said old he called him old steroid ass old steroid ass yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, insult. I did beautiful. see i did see that lebron um on instagram actually did link to that guy's instagram which i thought was pretty bold like i was just like because like i feel like he's gonna end up having to apologize for that because like 
Yeah, it, it is funny because it, it's just like because he linked to someone else who linked to it. So there was like a certain amount of remove. But then like I was able to go to that guy's profile. So everyone else was too. Right. And, so it was like an invite to hate. Yes. I mean, that, and that guy was getting destroyed. <laughs> like it was yeah. like every picture had like 8,000 comments that are just like, kill yourself. <laughs> Which like, and, and I'm sure this guy sucks, but yeah, he totally. also wasn't the one saying anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey. Oh. Hey, that's what I'm telling you, LeBron James classy. That's a thing. He playing chess out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm okay, according to SV Nation, uh, I have to call in my man's old steroid ass, because I guess that guy, that guy had been posting about LeBron for years. Yes, he did. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, right. rich, he's rich enough to sit courtside during yeah. the pandemic. Like, straight up. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. the only like, courtside people I've seen are the few Hawks games I saw. And it's always like a rapper. Like, the last Mavs Hawks game, two chains. I mean, it was oh, two yeah. chains. And then after that, I uh, saw Luca go up to the Amigos. <laughs> so it's like, this dude has some money. I guess he called yeah. him old steroid ass. And then uh, the, the woman that LeBron named courtside Karen. Uh, dear God, please stop saying Karen. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he, she said to LeBron, Talk to my husband one more time and I will fuck you up. <laughs> uh, I, I'm and you're not there for that, I'm there for that. That's yeah, so she's not gonna do nothing, it's just it's now LeBron James gotta make a bucket. You do know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, if Ron yeah. knows, ain't nothing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, God bless. I'm here for the community. Yeah, it's man. oh, it's funny. I mean, it's it's definitely just like I mean, it's like that guy. You know, I mean, the Sixers had the the picture of the old man giving Russell Westbrook the finger. You've seen that one. That <laughs> and that's classic. Just like don't, don't, complete don't forget the cl- rage. Like don't forget the the classic. Uh, the dude who yelled at uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, show favorite, <laughs> and he was talking wild, reckless to him, and Isaiah Thomas got kicked out of the game because he went into the stands. He was like, "Don't speak to me like that. I'm a man." <laughs> And, oh, and, he, yeah, and my yeah. man uh, said, uh, "Sorry, oh, yeah, I just wanted to frosty." Yeah, yo, yo, respectfully, respectfully, all jokes aside, a frosty be smacking, man. Yeah, <laughs> be smacking. So if Isaiah Thomas, if you don't want to make me get a frosty, I'm sticking a little finger to you, bro. I'll give a fuck if you was the last pick. I need a frosty Fuck that yeah. shit. I will say, when we were talking about LeBron, I was like, man, imagine seeing LeBron in the street, though. You'd never say shit. But then we moved to Isaiah, and I do feel like if I saw Isaiah on the street, I I might feel confident talking shit to Isaiah. He's nah, like the nah, the nah. only athlete I could see in real life that I'm like, oh, I don't know, maybe. I'm gonna tell you this, and uh, uh, Bomani Jones uh, of ESPN always mentions this. Uh, you don't want to fight any other short athlete because they already had the fight to get where they are, and they will fuck you up. That's true. <laughs> They, it's, it's, it's like they had Isaiah Thomas has had to drive on seven foot five dudes. He will whoop your ass. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing that you're the one that had to make the point where where like you're the only one clearing six feet right now on this podcast, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's like this short dudes. Like this, it's truly it's hard to get in the league. So he had to, he had to have a different level of uh, drive to get in there. You can't be like Andrew Bynum where it's just like. I don't want to play basketball now. I had an Andrew Bynum jersey. Uh, he never played a single game, I don't think, for the Sixers. Oh, yeah, no, he just got on yeah. that team. And yeah, he was yeah. on the team, went bowling, and that was the end of that. Yeah, he, he did a digital dash up in Philly. Shout out Bynum one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you Steve, you got, do you have any uh, – you, have any like reckless heckle stories because i know you've you mentioned yeah. some encore stuff i the most reckless thing i saw is that you know i was trash in high school so i played rec ball and there's just yeah. a, a, the other dudes who either didn't get on the team or couldn't make it whatever 
in my city. And we play, this is like after the brawl, um, a year after the brawl. So we were just playing some team. There's a dude on our team who was like a cat. I don't know. I don't know what school he went to or if he went to school. He's like one of those dudes that just be around. Uh, but he was on our team. He had a shot. He was jawing with somebody in maybe seven seconds left of the game. And this is high school. It was in a middle school gym. So, like, it's those high school bleachers, but on one side and even closer. Yeah. So he's just jogging back. You heard dude say something in the second row, and you saw my man just get from the court, turn around, take one step up, and punch this man directly <laughs> in the face. <laughs> right. It was like he was like in motion. He was jogging back on defense and said, What? Mm-hmm. what? And he just hit him right in the face. And then, and then get back on D. No, uh, and then uh, a brawl started where I think one dude punched somebody's parent. Everybody was Ooh, this shit crazy. Yeah, no, it like it was like an actual on court brawl. The I will tell you, and like you can call me whatever you want. It was me and a tall dude who was clearly real smart but tall, uh, and ain't want nothing to do with basketball. We were on the bench, and while everybody's up and fighting, we both sat on the bench and looked at each other. It was like this shit crazy, ain't it? And just, like, yeah, and, and just watched them all like try to like. Swing. It was like it truly is a, a year after the brawl, and it's like full grown parents and fifteen year old kids and in a middle school gym on both teams fighting, and then on like the stands, it was just super crazy. And that was all because the dude was dude was talking at uh street, street shit on the and from the stands, and my man was like, "I'm about it." I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, Justin. I never seen nothing crazy like that, like in an organized game. But, like, in my high school and gym, they'll make you play European handball. I don't know if you guys are familiar, which is basically basketball and soccer mix. That's all the shit is. Oh, yeah, you, get, yeah. you get, like, three steps and you got to throw the ball in the fucking goal. So this is real shit. If you don't believe me, I'll dead ass call my cousin. This motherfucker was – he was – they were both diving to get the ball, right? But this this dude had, like, length on him. So while he's trying to get the ball, there's a girl on the sideline, and she takes the ball before the ball could go out of bounds. You dig what I'm saying? So then he gets up to the girl, like, face-to-face, and he was like, yo, if you was a dude, I would have decked the shit out of you. So he says that and, and walks away. And then the dude's brother is behind the girl. You feel what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, you're not finna talk to my sister like that. And he was like, the dude worked at Subway. So the dude said, shut the fuck up. You eat too much Subway. So then, <laughs> real shit on God. So then they start playing and shit. He's like, yo, for real, bro. I, I want my... F-. No, he didn't say I want my fade. We didn't say that. We, I want my heady. So he's like, yo, you really don't want the heady, boy. Relax. It's not that serious. He said, that's why you a bitch. So this is the shit that get crazy, Justice. So once again, you only could take three steps. So they pass homie the ball, right? He takes two steps, passes it, goes to the dude... Give him three. <laughs> Gets the ball, scores the goal, fam. I scared of my mother on mommy. Was, yo, me and my cousin, we was in the back of the gym, and we went, what? Like, yo, <laughs> it was the cold. It was colder than a Kobe buzzer beater. It was cold. For you, to, man, for you to deck a nigga in the face three times, take two more steps, and score the shit? What the hell? That's like some rapper shit, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy, respectfully. I'm not going to say the homie's name that got decked because that's a good friend of mine, and he don't live this shit down, and I'm going to tell him not to screen this episode. But, <laughs> hey, that's crazy. That's I mean, crazy. That's on it. I mean, sorry. I, like, I understand you got punched in the face, but you, at some level, you have to respect the athleticism and the focus <laughs> to be able to do those things. That's 
crazy, man. <laughs> I get thrown out of a baseball game. I think it was in uh, in college. Uh, it was my freshman year. This is- some some dude had like we played this team like months before, and he had sp- he slid in. Uh, it was their catcher, but he was running the bases, and he slid into second with his spikes up and took me out. And I missed a couple games, and because I had I got like stitches and everything. And anyways, fast forward like four weeks later. I'm on second base and a ball's hit to the outfield and I'm uh uh it's like an easy score from second. Like I'm just gonna hit third and score. And it was like the throw was coming home, but it wasn't really a play at the plate. And instead of like sliding, I just like lowered my shoulder and took out the catcher, who was the same dude that <laughs> and then like stepped on home and stood over him. And then he punched <laughs> me and like the bench is clear and I get thrown out right away. <laughs> Cause they were like, dude, you can't like why did you do that? Like you can't or why are you running him over when it's not a play at the plate? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm a- Mike, I'm gonna say uh, I've I've seen you. I played sports with you, and I've seen your softball team play. I feel like you've gotten kicked out multiple <laughs> games. <laughs> no, that's the only time. That's the only time I've been kicked out. I've had some close encounters with dirt softball for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's the only time I kicked out. Yeah, Mike, I didn't know you get a cracking like that. Oh, Mike, Mike is, I didn't know you get a cracking like that. Mike, Mike is uh, somebody who they call scrappy, and what they really mean, it's not like he works hard. It means he will fight you. Dirty, yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's a dick. Uh, my worst one ever was I, I actually used to play football. My team fucking sucked. We were like so terrible. I think my my career record of football was like three and twenty one. Um oh, and and we were so bad that I played left tackle. So that's like how bad we were. Um and uh I every time the other team would be like, "Oh, that's the left tackle," like, and they'd immediately put their biggest kid over me. Um, so I just had I I was the cheapest, dirtiest piece of shit. I should have had I should have been beaten up after literally every game. I remember I I had all this like my coach who was a psycho like taught me to hold. And then, like, do punches <laughs> into the guy's stomach while blocking the view of the ref. <laughs> and, like, it was – and I was so bad that they didn't – I don't even think the guys would care. It would just be, like, they're still blowing by me anyway. They thought it was <laughs> hilarious. They were like, this but, guy like, I was, like, up. chop blocking. It was, like, such a nightmare. Like, I, it was just true, like – a sociopathic adult just being like yes just do everything that's bad like out there and <laughs> Hit play, play really dangerous and just be an idiot and um yeah like i feel like that's like i i, I now look i i see draymond green kick someone in the balls and i'm just like all right i yeah. get it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man um i know i know we're running out of time a little bit right because justin you get a roll yeah i can i can roll and i can get into you the sixers talk uh, yeah I, I wanted to make sure we we cleared out a, at least a few minutes for for day in the process more oh, to yeah. just yeah, talk to about just give us the sixers minute the I'll, sixers I, beat. I'll tell you i haven't watched a lot of sixers games but uh there was a uh, Tobias Harris was a, a straight garbage player last year. And now yes. they have Doc Rivers and yes. Doc Rivers is a Tobias whisperer. Yes. He's a superstar. Hey, Long yes. Island's hey. finest. He hey, Long Island's finest, baby. Long Island's <laughs> finest. Let's go. Let's go. Man, I think, this bitch. Let's go. He's like 20 and 8 on 50, 40, 90. My man's is balling the fuck out. Tobias Harris this year has a shot that he only has with Doc, Doc Rivers where it feels like the ball like gets sucked into the basket. Like he has one of those shots where it, it mm-hmm. almost feels like the ball barely goes up enough and then it just goes right 
in. It's like the weirdest, like, and like last year, he was just bricking everything. And it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess for, by way of the Sixers minute, like Joel Embiid is like my favorite basketball player of maybe like since Allen Iverson, basically like I watching him is truly my favorite thing. Uh, I, every time he falls down, I am upset and I am worried for him. Um, and uh, it has been so last year was rough because he was so um, just out of it and seemed so uh, completely angry at the team. Like I definitely was like, he's leaving. Yeah. And I was like fully ready to just be like, I'm going to be a fan of whatever team he ends up on and fuck this team. Cause like, I don't care. Um, but uh, yeah, wh- have, watching him have the year that he's had this year has been honestly just, especially cause like, I mean, like, I just remember, like, when they drafted him in, like, whatever it was, 2014 or something, and just, like, you never knew if he was ever even going to play. Right. His, like, brother died. Like, he was going through, like, all this shit. Like, people, there were all these rumors that he weighed, like, 325 pounds, and, like, you wouldn't see him and stuff. And it was just, like, I, it was definitely a thing of, like, um, he became such an avatar for everything going on with the Sixers Mm -hmm. where it was just like, they fucking sucked so bad, but you had him to look forward to kind of. And then he came in that first year and it was like, I like, I remember his first game and he scored like 20 points or whatever it was, but he looked good. And it was like, Oh my God, he he's real. Like, (laughs) I I remember podcasts being like, do we give him beat rookie of the year? Even though he's going to play eight games. (laughs) Yeah. Can't give rookie of the year. Yeah, and it was, and it was, it was just, yeah. I mean, so like, I, I also just like, you know, I mean, everyone always compares him to like Olajuwon and everything, and it, it's just like, I mean, obviously, like, it's partially because he's on the Sixers and I love the Sixers, but it's like he's just so much fun to watch in the post, yeah. and like, no one does that anymore, and it's just like, um, yeah, I, I just have really loved it. The way that he now has kind of the like Dirk mid ranger is mm-hmm. great too. Like, it, it's, it's just like. I, I, he is like definitely just like one of my, and and he's just got like such a funny personality too. Like he, he like, I think is definitely like my favorite dude, like in the NBA in like years. Uh, yeah, he's so fun. And I, and I think his like his three point percentage has gone up a little bit this year. Like he's legit. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, either better with that. I, I think a lot of, some of that's like unsustainable, but like, I think like, yeah, he's definitely been a lot better with that. Bye Justin. <laughs> I, I think, um I think uh, Joel is like, I'm not trying to say this in a disrespectful way, but I think he's like an upgraded version of what like Amari wanted to be. You feel what I'm saying a little bit? Like yeah. remember when Amari was trying to be like, I'm tired of this shit. I want to shoot Jays and I want to be quick on the post. I feel like he wanted to be what Joel is. But I do feel like out of all the superstars, I'm not going to lie to you, Joel is the most lit. And being yeah, the most yeah. lit because he fun and he gonna talk shit to you. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not even like uh, you can't even call him a villain because he gonna eat twelve McDoubles. You feel me? <laughs> right. But when he banging on you, when he banging on you, he gonna hit the shimmy. He gonna hit the airplane. I fuck with him. I fuck. Yeah. With him. And and yeah. he talks shit the right way too. Like he's yeah, so exactly. fun. And yeah, he exactly. and like and, and I mean he. I don't know why he took some shit for this, but when they lost to the Raptors, like mm-hmm. he. You know, for as yeah. hard as he talks shit, he's also like feels the losses too. I think yeah, he's absolutely. so fun. Yeah, I he um he's such a good like I I'm a very like I love pro wrestling too. Like I'm I'm a very like pro wrestling guy. And like if Embiid is like the perfect like even if you're rooting against him too, he's like the perfect like heel kind of mm-hmm. because like he gives it to you when he's winning, but he also 
he gets it when he loses. Like right. he's like uh, like he'll like cr- yeah he'll cry on the court literally. Like he'll, it's like yeah he's he's not holding anything back. Um, and yeah. out of and as like a Celtics fan, out of all of the like the teams that we go against, I, he's always the person that I'm like fuck. Like we're yeah. giving up thirty and fifteen no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like it's no matter and which it made the playoffs so weird. Like that whole, I mean, R.I.P. Brett Brown. But like that whole exact like that made no sense to me. I was like, if you have Joel Embiid and you're going against the Celtics, like you, this should at least go seven games because he just destroys them. Yeah. Well, that I mean that was the uh, the classic like. I mean, the Sixers love to have five centers. Like that's their favorite yeah. thing to do, and uh, they did it that series too. Like they just can't not do that. Like they, it goes back to like Okafor and like all the. It, they oh, just God. have to have a million centers all all the time. And finally, this year they don't. And what do you know? It works. Yeah. Uh, when you have one center, it's good. But yeah, I mean, like, um, yeah, and the Horford thing was just that was so crazy. Um, yeah, that was. As as it happened, I was like t- really trying to talk myself into it. Just like this guy's, you know, he's a great locker room guy. He's gonna be, he's, you know, to this team, he's worth a hundred million or whatever. And it was just like, <laughs> fuck, man, he sucks. I, I remember um, I went to the uh, Sixers Nets like back when the Nets weren't good. I used to be able to go all the time, and like um, I remember like last year going to that and just like I've never seen with Horford like a guy just get layuped in his face not oh, done yeah layup like spencer dinwiddie would just hit layups right in horford's face and i was just like <laughs> aren't you like 610 or so like it's like what are you doing like, <laughs> uh yeah i have a question for you then i got two questions i got the first, yeah. question. first question is do you think the process has a good chance at winning the mvp or you think it's going to go downhill and the second question is where were you during the 2001 finals because that was a that was a big moment uh for every young black child and you're probably from philly so it's probably a bigger moment that was the moment where you either had to be like iverson's gonna be my favorite player or kobe you dig what i'm saying oh, yeah 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 um the i i for, as far as Embiid mvp i i would love it i don't think it's gonna happen i think i think it's just too hard for like a center to win and i think uh Jokic gets the stats that people like more and so i think if any center is gonna win it it's gonna be him and then if not it's probably gonna be like sort of a legacy one for lebron or like i don't know someone else like will go off or something i i just think it's i think like Embiid is always like at his best when he's not getting quite the stats, but he's contributing more to winning. I feel like, so I, I, I think he's never quite going to do that, but who knows? I mean, it would be cool. Um, the Iverson thing. Um, I, what I was doing during that was probably crying because, uh, <laughs> they were getting waxed by the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it took me a long time to feel good about Kobe Bryant after that because, uh, cause I was so, so Iverson, like I, that was, I mean, cause like, um, like my dad would take me and we would go and sit way up and like, it was just like, yeah, like, I mean, Iverson was like my favorite player, like ever. Like I, I loved watching him. He was so much fun. We used to, I just listened to so much sports talk radio where they were just like bitch about him constantly. And I would get so <laughs> mad. Cause I was just like, no, like, you know, let him like run around his house naked or whatever and get locked out <laughs> naked, like what, whatever he needs to do. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was I was like all about that. And like it, I, I was it was like also a very like it was a good introduction to 
a, a common theme of watching the NBA is like the guy that has no help. I feel like like that that was like my initial experience of NBA basketball was like, why does everyone suck? Like, why does everyone else suck on this team? Yeah. <laughs> when like in reality, like they didn't really like they were like it was a on purpose thing where it was like, well, Iverson's not good at defense really, so like we have to surround him with defensive players. So but, Eric Snow's gonna play forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Snow, Aaron McKee, um, yeah, like like George Lynch, like all those guys. Um, so like Theo, uh, oh, Theo Ratliff, the- who they yeah. traded. Yeah, they traded yeah. him from Matumbo in the middle of the year. I was oh, mad right, that. right, right. Uh, cause Matumbo was the Shaq stopper on that team, which didn't work out. And, uh, <laughs> Shaq stopper. Yeah. Well, I think Ratliff was hurt also. That was like part of the problem okay. too, but I really, I liked Ratliff. I didn't want, I was, I remember being against that trade, but, um, mm. it wouldn't have mattered anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I mean, I, everyone, I, I remember like everyone like, uh, that could get them had the, uh, the red and white like answer shoes and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, there's yeah. So many kids wearing those without socks drove me insane. Um, <laughs> it was just because it's like so gross and weird to wear <laughs> basketball shoes with no socks. But like, uh, that's like my lasting memory of that was just like so many, like everyone was just like so obsessed with that. Um, and then it all, <laughs> it all kind of fell apart. You took a 20 year break. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we're back. Parts of- of time those like later iverson years were rough I, I remember when he um i remember getting like vi- i'm feeling like emotional when he came back and he kissed the uh sixers logo and, oh my and god yeah hard. like that was like big for me that was very weird to see him in the shitty uh the process era jersey uh not <laughs> yeah. not like the black uh the or the white it would have been um yeah like with you know but like, yeah it was like i i read a book about him that was really good called um what is it like not a game or something is what it's called. It's like a, a building out of this Washington post story about his life. Kind of um, it's a really good book. It's like very depressing. Cause it's like all about how he's kind of like an alcoholic at this point. Yeah. And um, wow. like a lot of like the divorce shit that I like, was aware of as a kid but didn't really know much about like, but yeah, the book starts with him. Um, he's, it, like the, the opening scene of the book is him wearing sunglasses and getting drunk in a PF Chang's in Virginia. Like, and he would, all, or like maybe Atlanta, I forget, but it was like, he would always go to this like PF Chang's. Cause like uh, he would kind of disguise himself and then just like drink at the bar. <laughs> it was just like, wow. Ooh, that's, that's not good. To, yeah. That's I'm, not I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to buy this book. That's it's, really sad. That, it's that a, hurt me a little bit. It's rough. It's, it's not a fun, um, it's not a fun read necessarily, but there's some good stuff in it too. Like there's like um, a lot of the Georgetown stuff is, is really fun. And there, there's a few things in there that are like redeeming and, you know, nice and everything. Uh, like it talks a lot about, he had this, he had this like advisor at Georgetown that he still was like super, super like loved for like the rest of his life. And would like, like I mean, he was kind of like a, a guy that like he would do anything for like a very small amount of people. Um, and like that, that stuff was always like really cool in the book, but yeah, it's, it's a sobering, uh, yeah. <laughs> sobering read. Definitely. Jeez. Um, so wait, you, so you were, you were saying it's the, there's the, the Kobe and Iverson divide. Yeah. Well, which, where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which side of that were you on? I'm not going to lie. I picked Iverson, even though he yeah. lost I picked Iverson because, um, 
Uh, I felt like he was the underdog and Kobe kind of had yeah. it a little easy. But I still respect Kobe. But I'm just like, yo, Iverson did it with, like, at that time, I judged it by 2K. Yeah. So in 2K, <laughs> everybody was like 70 and he was like a 90 something. So I'm like, look at this. Kobe got like a couple 80s. So it's easier for him. So. <laughs> but you, you know, like, you can tell how iconic Iverson is because the only thing I remember about that series is the step over. Yeah. Oh, that's like, I, yeah, I know they lost 4-1, uh, yeah. like, but the only thing I remember is like game one and the step over. Yeah. Like, was it 48? It was 48, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also that was the only game the Lakers lost that uh Right, the whole playoff. Right? That was like that was like the that I mean, that's the most Philly thing ever is to be the team that beat <laughs> that beat the the undefeated team once. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I mean, it, I I I have all these memories of like um, like Iverson was just constantly hurt too. That was like the yeah. other thing that he would still play, and so like the way that yeah, just like watching him live, like just throw himself into because that was like what he was doing. He would just throw himself into these like seven footers and not get a call a lot of the time right and just fall down like he was falling he would fall down like a million times every game and like uh it was it was like really really crazy to see someone like play like that because uh, it yeah. was just like, like reckless athleticism yeah. yeah um yeah i mean he was he was fearless like not not always for the best but you know it was always yeah. cool yeah but um, his peak yeah his peak was just like incredible his peak yeah and when iverson was on it was like must see yeah, yeah, yeah. The book also talks about his diet and like sort of like what he was doing during a lot of that time, and he would just eat like hot dogs at the stadium before the game <laughs> and stuff like Jesus that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> this might be this might be a really nerdy question. Does the book say Iverson's go-to cocktail? Uh, well, it does actually. It does. It does say what he drinks. I forget what it was. It was. It's something kind of like. Uh, I want to say it's like a Mai Tai or like something like that. Yes. Like it's, oh, it's, it's, cool. it's something like that. I, it, there's a lot of stories about, um, I think, I think it might've been TGI Fridays in center city, Philly that he used to go <laughs> to like all the time. It's like that or Applebee's, I forget which one, but he had like a really tight relationship with like the wait staff. That's like, incredible. At, at this like center city, like center city is like uh Times square for Philly basically. Um, it, yeah. So he would just, they'd kind of shut down a section of like <laughs> Applebee's or TGI Fridays or whichever. And uh, that was like where he would like party and stuff with his friends, like after games and everything. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. He, he loves a chain. He loves a chain restaurant. <laughs> like, um, oh man. That's amazing. Uh, so as we wrap up, th- this is officially the longest podcast we've done too. So this is, yeah, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I talked just no, off of it. No, <laughs> no, that, it's, it, that, that means it's been successful. Again, yeah. we worked yeah. Bobby Knight into it, which yeah. is you know, <laughs> my apologies for the Bobby Knight. My apologies. No, no, dude, there's no way we don't, we don't, there's no way we don't label this episode. Shout out to Bobby Knight. Got <laughs> 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 to get the algorithm working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dan, you absolutely do got to hand it to him. <laughs> you got, you got <laughs> Dan, uh, is there anything I know we should plug? Uh, eat shit, right? When that's is it thurs, Thursday? <laughs> uh, 
is Thursday nights eating shit and loving it. Uh, Thursday shit. nights on uh, the Comedy Commons Twitch account. Uh, I post about it on Instagram all the time. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We got to get you guys on there sometime. Uh, we'll, we'll have a blast. Um, and then also on Sunday, we do what's called Pure Flix Sundays, uh, which Pure Flix, for those who don't know, is Netflix, but for uh, Christian movies that are psychotic. <laughs> And uh, so we watch one of those every Sunday and just kind of talk over it. And it's a blast. Uh, they're so fucking crazy. We watched um, a romantic comedy last week called Christian Mingle, yes. which was uh, made by ChristianMingle.com uh, to advertise Christian Mingle. And uh, it's about a woman who pretends to be Christian so she can meet a cool Christian guy on Christian Mingle and all the hilarity that ensues uh, with that. Um, oh so yeah, sun, Sundays at 3 p.m. We do Pure Flix Sundays, and then uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m. is Eating Shit and Loving It, where we watch all the TikTok Dom Daddies that Justin's <laughs> talking about. Dan, yeah. have you done the Left Behind series yet? You know, uh, we haven't done that one yet. We haven't done any of the big any of the big boys. So we haven't done that. We haven't done Fireproof. We haven't done. <laughs> um what's the other one god is not dead like we haven't done those all right we're, we're, we're kind of working our way around the niche ones when, circling in there they they have like a version of sons of anarchy on there they yep. have like their own sons of anarchy which i'm very excited about christian sons of anarchy is gonna kick ass i think uh, <laughs> it, it, in high school, in high school, I worked through the entire Left Behind series. Wow, that's and like maybe how many like, is that? Like four? No, no, I it was like More? eight. It was like eight. Yeah, books. yeah. It was like eight books. Oh, oh you read the books? Oh Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, oh I read the God. books. I read the books, and then I was like, oh, Kirk Cameron starring in these? Let's go! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is. I mean. Man, I, I that is crazy. Hate watching is one thing, but hate reading is like. Oh, rough. I wasn't hate reading. Oh, at you the were. Time. I was in high school. I was like, let's go, youth pastor Mike Zakarian. Let's go. Oh, yes. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that left is, behind is wild. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, um, you would love Pure Flix then, because boy, do they have some stuff for you. I remember we were we were looking up uh, like search terms, like we looked up LGBTQ. And there was nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we looked up Israel, uh, and I, I'm I'm part Jewish. And we looked up Israel, and one of the things that came up was something called Faithful Finances, <laughs> which was a show that's like about like how no. to invest your money. No, no. <laughs> it is like a fucking wild app. Like it, it, it has like such little functionality too. Like you can't search for. Like there's no such thing as like top rated. You can't look that up. Like it's it's nuts that this <laughs> thing exists. And like yeah, it's it is just a full like it's got to be funded by you know like the Koch brothers or like the, <laughs> the remaining Koch brother or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And Kirk Cameron, I'm sure and, Kirk Cameron. And Kirk, and Kirk Cameron. There, there's also there's there's one guy who's kind of the like auteur of Pure Flix <laughs> named uh, David A. R. White. David Assault Rifle White, as I call him. And like we uh we he's in like everything. He directs everything, he produces everything, and he stars in it. And he's this guy he with like a blonde middle part. Yes. Who's in it's he's so it just looks so crazy. Like it, it's it's such a weird world. It's such a coked out weird fucking world. Uh and we and we're exploring that every Sunday now. I can't <laughs> and wait. I, and I paid them $90 for it. Year, <laughs> Well worth it. Well worth it. <laughs> oh so man, that's my plug. 
No, that's great. Well, thank you for, for coming on. This was awesome. Of course. Dan. Yeah, we thank really, you so much for having me. We really appreciate great. it. And again, thank you for being active in the chat. Oh, week. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, Steve, I feel like you got to play us out, though. I feel like we need some smooth R&B here on the way out. You ready? You ready. guys are listening to the 89 Cavs with our special guest, Dan Moore. Come back next week for some more basketball talk. You heard me? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so smooth. So smooth. <laughs>